Posted on the Moon Studios presents another ghetto and godly. What's good, congregation? It's your girl. I'm T Mimi, the big shit talker. You already know what it is. It's ghetto and godly, and we are back with the new. Back, back. Ghetto and godly. How are you fucking feeling? Like, it's 2020, babe. Like, and it's ghetto and godly. Like, this shit is really a movement. Like, we're not going nowhere. Ain't going nowhere. Come back stronger and harder. You did. Smarter, larger, and taking in charge, you know? Gotta move this thing in the right direction going into next year. Talking shit and taking names. Oh, that's dope. Talking mm. shit and taking names. Sound like a little dolomite over there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dolomite. What, what, what was his thing? Fuck it up, motherfucker, is my game. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm. People got the period, okay? Mm. Eddie, period. That was a dope ass uh, movie. Shout out to Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes, Mike Epps, uh, uh, Tip, uh, everybody who was a part of that. Netflix, man, that shit was amazing. I, I appreciate that for the culture. I don't know what that black lady's name was, but I know she was at the Oscars, but she's fucking dope, too. Yeah, she funny as shit, too. Yeah. Funny as motherfucking shit. <laughs> I'm funny, too, though. You know what I'm saying? I should be at the movie. Y'all, y'all just might see me on like uh, on a YouTube miniseries. You know what I'm saying? I plan on, plan on expanding my YouTube this year. You That's know what I'm saying? So make sure you subscribe to kbird21 you know what i'm saying on youtube if you're on youtube you know i plan on doing some big shit on there are we finally gonna be a youtube couple mm-hmm. i don't know if you i don't know if you that cool yet you know what i'm saying you, we, gotta, we gotta we gotta make that was the best with you guys <laughs> yeah we might do something like that you know what i'm saying we, we might we might put that hey, in the like, umbrella I'm way fucking cooler than you babe that's cool like, i make you cool well, I, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to package this and sell that, you know what I'm saying? So we can get some but, dollars But you don't want to package it too much because I feel like us together, just as we are, is already fucking dope. Like, it's it's like a commodity in itself. So you don't want to polish it. You don't want to package it way too much, you know? Right. You're totally right. I can dig that. We just got to get that. So it got to be the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, like the bloopers, you know, all that shit. Don't get too personal, but, you know, just be a little bit... Um, candid okay. with, with, with the supporters You know what I'm saying <clears throat> I can do that Well we gotta get more equipment But once we get more equipment Y'all we We plan to expand Especially in the 2020 Take this thing To a whole other level You know what I'm saying And you just Fuck with your boy What's your name boy. again You didn't even tell people What your name is My new name is Dr. Key You know what I'm saying <laughs> Like I I, plan like, I feel like I, I, At this age of my life And at this point of my life You know what I'm saying I have You know A lot of wisdom to share So I plan to share My wisdom With my ghetto-ism And uh, my spiritualism To expel Which everyone To a whole another level You know what I'm saying Into their life And into whatever They have going on You feel me So A.K.A. Well Keyshawn Music A.K.A. Dr. Dr. Key. Key, you know what I'm saying? We ain't got to say Keyshawn Music, you know, because Keyshawn Music is a, hold up, and Keyshawn Music is a whole other aspect of, you know what I'm saying, of me, and I don't really promote my music on here, so I don't want to, you know, confuse my people, so Dr. You Key should. is what it is, but I would love if y'all would, you know what I'm saying, check out my music, because I, I got songs for everybody, and, uh, you know, that that's it's like what I do to express myself and express my creative 
you know, creativeness in, in one of my other lanes, you know? Your so check it out. Creativity, you know, sometimes I, I like to smoke, you know, like, so sometimes I don't have the right words to express what I, I want to say, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm here for. Right on. All right. Once again, this week's episode is called 2020 Vision, and we are recapping 2019 by discussing the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're also going to talk about our New Year's resolutions, what our goals we set for ourselves in this up and coming year, well, this year we're currently in 2020. And, you know, this is what we, what we intend to do. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to take over the motherfucking world like Pinky in the Brain. Yeah. So, um, but first, before we get into that, we are going to get into our Music Mondays. We're going to top it off by discussing that Drake in future, life is good. But, like, what was your first, what was your first reaction when you first heard Drake I mean, like, in future? To be honest with y'all, like, you know, I make music. So I, I listen to music, you know, a whole different era, you know, the whole different era. And like with with the Drake and Future song, man, I didn't really get that initial Drake and Future vibe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when I when they first did the first track. You know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, like it was popping. You could feel the energy. Jump on, man, on, jump man, yeah. jump man. Yeah, on this one, I, I didn't really feel that same energy, you know, that, uh, and that's probably because that wasn't the direction that they wanted to go, but, you know, it, it wasn't just like, it wasn't something like I just had to hear over and over and over again, you know what I'm saying? Same, pretty much the same, like, it wasn't great, like, it was just a good song with good engineering, good production. My favorite part was when the beat switched up. I think Future is like infamous for that beat switching up, you know what I'm saying, and kind of make women want to shake their ass right. for cash. Now, I'm going to give you a prime example. Like uh, Baby King, what, the first time I heard Orange Soda, like I had to hear that shit again. You know what I'm saying? Because Just because it was so weird. Because the song starts off, bitches sit on my face. It, it's a whole <laughs> lot of shit going on. So like I had to hear it like, like who don't a couple wanna, times. It, when the beat drop and somebody's first lyrics is sit that pussy on my face, like you're going <laughs> to want to hear that back. And the song is called Orange Soda. So it was like, a hit out the gate. Like, it was catchy. Yeah, I had to hear that shit again. And there's a couple more songs that were like that. Even like that Roddy Rich song, the Pay Pete, with him and Meek Mill. I think it's like Petite, Peter. Peter. Yeah, that song, like, beat. you know, I had to hear that song again because of the beat and, and the yeah, track. The but I didn't really get that from that feature. And, um, and, uh, what's the next song? Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about next is the Roddy Rich. I apologize for being, please excuse me for being antisocial. What? Please excuse me for being antisocial. And Peter is actually one of my favorite records on there, along with Big Stepper. Um, just because of like the beat. And then there's another one like Pray for the Trap Gods or something like that. Like I like those. But overall, like I think Brady Rich is like a dope artist that's on the rise. Um, sounding a lot like, you know, I'm I don't really know names of artists until I really like dive into their work. I really thought Roddy Rich was Young Thug. Young Thug. Damn. So, <laughs> Damn. so you know, but um, I think Roddy Rich is dope. I think his album is dope. For sure, I think Roddy Rich sound like another uh, a boogie, a boogie Young Thug, and I think like a West Coast Young Thug. So, <clears throat> you know, I give him a. Uh, Credit for the uh, the body of work he did, but you know it, it was nothing touching me. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing like like just grabbing me. And, and to be honest with y'all, like like music, it, it really don't. 
like really touch me like that Cause you know I guess cause I'm an artist So like I just really Listen to it as a You know what a different experience Than everybody else And we were just having This conversation I think like yesterday Like how all these artists Really sound the same Like how we just said Like Roddy Rich sounds like Young Thug You know Young Thug I feel like is um, A spin off of Future You know So A Boogie Is also in that Category so it's just like a lot of these artists really just sound the same, and you really will get them confused until you start to like really look into who you know who they are as artists. Right, totally right. Yes, got you on that. I follow you. That, that's a high five. Yeah, high five with them. Air high five. Is you yeah. kind of far away? <laughs> yeah, slap. Right. Da da da. So yeah, we're going to get into this episode. So I'm a firm believer that you have to understand what you've been through in order to get to where you're going. And with that being said, we are going to dissect 2019 now. 2019, that was a hell of a year. Hell of a year. Hell of a year. Let me tell you, good, bad, ugly, emotional, um, just like everything, like every emotion that that could have possibly been felt. Was felt in 2019. Yeah, that was 2019 was a, a serious. <laughs> it was surreal. <laughs> Fucking uh, Game of Thrones. I don't even watch that show, but like some real like gladiator type shit. Like, um, so if you can give 2019 one word, one word, one word, one word, one word, what would it be? Um, One word, Uno. Adventure. Adventure. 2019 was a big adventure. Elaborate on that. Like, I think adventure, I think like fun. No, like not all adventures, you know what I'm saying? Like it was like, you know, it was fun. It was some ups, you know what I'm saying? It, it was some, some, some valleys. You know, it was some lows. A lot of valleys. Yeah, some lows. And and we rolled it out. You know what I'm saying? Because in all, we maintained because we still here. So we survived it. But ultimately, like, it was some highs and some lows in 2019. And I experienced something that I hadn't, you know, really experienced, like, you know, like, close to me. And that was, you know, a lot of death. Mm. Like, I experienced a lot of death in 2019. Mm. A lot of loss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2019 was, like I said, it was rough, rough, like New Jack City rough. Um, If I can give 2019 one word, I would have to give the word of revelation. Like, it was so much shit that I went through in 2019, but like, at the end of the day, it was just like, just people revealing themselves circumstances revealing themselves, um, family revealing themselves, finances revealing themselves. Like, it was just like the year of revelation. It's like, okay, like, all right, all right, just keep going with the motions, jumping over hurdles, you know what I'm saying, falling down, getting back up. It was just like a year of, like, reveal. Like, a lot of shit was revealed. So. You're right. A lot of shit, like, and, you know what I'm saying? And, but the good thing about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, once, once stuff is real and once real things happen, you know, you learn from it. You grow from it, and that's the, the beauty of it, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to face the music. But when you face the music, you can move past it. 
you could you could move on. Yeah. So what was like the hardest like lesson of 2019 that you had to learn? Like it was no going about that. Like you tried to sweep it under the rug and like okay, the lesson came back up. Like you had to it wasn't going away until like you had to learn that shit. Um I think the one of the hardest because it, it was a bunch of hard lessons. But Talk about uh, it. Talk like, about it. Nah, I, I see. Like one of them was I talk. I want to talk to about the stuff that you know we can relate on and that, that can you know definitely benefit someone else who's listening. But I would definitely say one of the lessons that I had to learn this year was like financial literacy. Literacy, like I had to learn credit. I had to learn what what credit is and Relearn. why why you have credit and. And what it's really for, you know what I'm saying? Because even back in the day when, like, I thought I was, like, trying to learn credit, I wasn't trying to learn credit. I was just paying somebody to make shit, like, disappear and make shit go away instead of really learning, like, how to grow my credit and, and how to keep mean? it. Because this person was just trying to charge me to, like, pretty much just run my credit for me. But I actually, you know, decided this year that I was, well, last year that I was going to learn credit and learn how it works and, you know what I'm saying? How it can benefit me. And then once it benefit me, I can show her how it can benefit others. How, like, you got to tell the people, like, how, what did you learn? Like, you can really, like, help somebody. Like, what did you have to learn about credit? Like, what did you have wrong? Like, you really got to learn the algorithm of credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that exactly how credit works? Like, what builds your credit? What, you know, increases the credit rate? What decreases the credit rate? If you do have bad ratings, how to fix that? You know what I'm saying? Because you could possibly get things removed. You can, you know, possibly make a payment and take care of it and get it out of whatever it is and, you know, back into current. You know, it's just so many different things you can do that I wasn't aware of before, you know, I started researching credit and, you know, how it really works. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really like that simple, you know what I'm saying? We pay attention to it's music. It's not simple. Like, we're not going to sit here and say that. Like, <clears throat> it's simple once you get the hang of it. Once you know, okay, I got to pay this on time. I can't go back. I can't go past this date. credit u- utilization. Yeah. I can't go past this date. Like, it's simple once you get the hang of it. But as somebody that really does not understand credit, and yes, we are going to do an episode on a full episode on financial literacy. If you don't know what you're supposed to do, like, that shit is foreign. Like, people think, like, okay, I get approved for a $1,000 credit limit. Like, let me go ball out. Like, no, no. you can't just go ball out. Like, if no. you go above 30% credit us- utilization, like, that shit is going to be detrimental to, like, your credit score. You're going to, your credit score is going to go, is going to decrease because of that. Now, now, if you do have the funds, say you got... You got a thousand dollar credit line, and you're making you know four to five thousand a month. So you have uh, you know time to pay it off. If you do ball out, you need to pay it pay off it within off. that, yeah, that that's, first that's thirty days. Saying, you know like, what I'm saying? Because if you pay it off within that first thirty days, it doesn't then hit you your credit. It, it doesn't hit your credit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the how you can slide across if you do decide to ball out. But if you do not decide to ball out and you really just keep your credit card for a safety net, then you're good. You know what I'm saying? And, and you keep your two or three credit cards, you build those up. You know, even if you guys to start with a secure credit card, it's, you know, it, either way you have to get in the game, you can do that. You can also um, try out this program called Self Lender. If you Self-Lender do tr- is really good for rebuilding. 
Yeah, and if you do do something, then let me know because we get a ten dollar credit for referring <laughs> to Charlie. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and it's just all these little, you know, kid back things. You know, you could do. You know, like to to you know you know build up your credit. And most of our people have you know bad credit because of lack of knowledge. But you know, if you get on YouTube research, man, it's all kind of videos. And I'm gonna actually ask some videos to my YouTube. So. You know, subscribe you to your boy and, you know, make sure you guys have what you need to you see. You got to tell the people what your YouTube is. It's uh, KBird21. You know what I'm saying? No, you can put it in Keyshawn Music. You know, it's going to come up. But, you know, I'm definitely going to have some uh, inf- some information or no video for you guys to help you get to the next level. Yeah. I had a couple lessons in 2019. Like, a couple, couple. But, like, one of the main ones was... Okay, so one of them was you're not always in control. Like I have, I'm really like a little bit of a control freak. Like I have to a little bit. (laughs) Like I have to be in control of situations. Like if I'm not in control, like I will like get anxiety, and it's just not gonna sit well with me. So I had to learn like you're not in control of everything. And you can't be in control of everything. Um, That is a lesson that I learned. Another lesson that I learned was to not put so much value on um, certain things, materialistic things, um, monetary things. So a little bit of backstory. I had a BMW for three years. um, And... The fucking car, like, just, like, started doing crazy-ass shit. And, like, mind you, like, we live in Las Vegas, and the car just, like... And it's not an old car. Like, it's not, like, high mileage. Like, it's right where it needs to be. And, mind you, like, I'm still making payments on this car. I still have a car note. And the car just, like, it's kept running hot in the dead-ass summer heat of Las Vegas. And... I'm, like, getting the car fixed. Like, as you can imagine, it's a BMW, so it's a little pricey to get fixed. I'm still, you know, making my payments. And I had a BMW, we had a BMW prior to this one, so I'm just, like, dead set on, like, I have to drive, like, a BMW. Like, I have to have this car. Like, I'm accustomed to driving. Like, Bay has me spoiled. Like, I'm accustomed to, like, driving a certain type of car, you know? And, um... One day, like, I was just going back and forth. Like, I was getting ready for work, and I was going back and forth in my mind about, like, this car, and it's just been weighing on me heavy. And one day, like, I just listened to that inner voice, which was God, and he just said, you know, release it. Like, release this car. Like, what are you doing? And um, I went to my husband, and I told him that, and, you know, he was completely on board, and I got rid of the car, but because of my lack of financial literacy years prior, I was, you know, extremely upside down in the car. So at this point, like, I couldn't even trade it in. Like, they were, the dealerships were telling me, like, we can sell you a car, but, like, we can't take this motherfucker back. Like, we can't trade it in. Like, it's not worth what you owe. So anyway, I, you know, just prayed. I meditated on it, and I just decided, you know what? I'm building my credit, but I'll just take the credit hit, you know, for letting this car go back, whatever I owe. Like, I'll just work to, you know, get it off or, you know, pay for it. And, you know, went and got another car, a brand new car. 
and um, a car that I love, that we love. But anyway, um, and uh, when it hit my credit, it hit my credit as a zero balance. So in that moment, I was just like, yo, like if I would have still been like stubborn and just stuck in, like I have to drive a BMW, like the motherfucker running hot and everything, like is doing all type of crazy shit that never, never been in a situation before, like stranded or, you know, just having to call AAA so much, like, and not really understanding what's wrong with the car. Um, but if I had not have listened to that voice, like I would still be paying this car and I don't owe anything on it. Like, I didn't even take the credit hit. So it was just not putting that value on, like, monetary things. Like, I have to have this. If I don't have it, I'm going to die. <laughs> Tripping. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that was crazy. Like, that was a complete blessing, like, that, you know, that I learned. Yeah. That's crazy. So how were like how bad like so how was your personal relationships affected in 2019? Like your friends, family, relationship, marriage, like how were they affected? Like good, bad, like just you know overall. Mm, I mean, like you know, with with every relationship, you go go through some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you go through stuff with your friends. You go through stuff with your you know with your spouse. You know, if you're, you're in a marriage, you go through stuff with your wife, you know, you go through stuff with your husband. And, you know, the, the power is that, you know, you stick through it, you know, and, and that what you what you went through didn't kill you, you know, you got survived it. And even with my friendships, man, like I got, I got friends that I haven't talked to, you know, I haven't talked to them in years, you know, but I'm always going to be there for them if they hit me up, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't not changed. Like, we're just busy with life. I think men are just like that in any way. Like, I think <laughs> women are so emotional, like, attached to one another. Like, this shit is kind of weird. <laughs> I think that's why I don't really have many friends. Because, like, I feel like I've been around you so long. Like, I've become, like, a dude in a, in a relationship, <laughs> in a friendship situation. Uh-huh. And, like, not emotionally attached in that way. Like, I fuck with you. Like, you like my... If I call you my friend, you like my, my family. Friend. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't have to talk to you every day. Like, you know, I don't have to, you know, deal with you on a daily basis. But if you hit me up, like, I'm here. Like, if you want to talk to somebody, I'm here. And vice versa. Like, I'll, I should know that you're always there. But, um, yeah, like, I think women are just, like... I love her. I love y'all. I love women, black women, my sisters. But I feel like in relation, friendship situations, like we're so emotionally attached. Yeah, it should be weird sometimes. Yeah, I gotta chill. And I seen with you, like you don't talk to your friends for like months, and then like <laughs> out the blue, you'll get a call and it's like, well, who was that? Well, damn, like where they been? Like, and it'll just be like a conversation that just picks up where y'all left off at, and like that's dope to me, like. Women will be like, well, bitch, you acting funny. I ain't out talking. <laughs> like, I'm not acting funny. I just got my life, real life shit going on over here. But if you needed me, like, I was here. Yeah. It ain't no funny shit. No, you know, that's it. Like, and, and like, you know, I, I hope that everybody stay busy and productive so they just not there waiting on the next person to call or expecting a call. If anything, you want to talk to somebody, just reach out and call them. That's it. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. 
made this. Um, so my personal relationships were heavily, heavily, heavily impacted in Ooh. 2019. Yeah. I'm not talking about you. Tell us how. Um, I mean, if you guys have been following Ghetto and Godly from Uh Three Queens to Ghetto and Godly, the podcast to Ghetto and Godly, the radio show slash podcast, you know, you would know that there was a different co-host on this show. There was. Yes, there was. (laughs) I didn't even know. So when that... Relationship terminated. Like I would be lying if I sat here and said like I wasn't affected. Like the fuck. Like I would be lying. I was affected in a way because I always knew in my heart of hearts that the professional relationship would end. Like. I knew that would end eventually, just based on what, if, like, if you guys have been following Ghetto One Golly, the conversations that we've had on the radio about uh, said person leaving and relocating and so on and so forth. So I always knew that that would end. How the quote unquote friendship ended, I don't think I was prepared for that. And like I said, I'm a person that. I don't have many friends. I feel like the energy and the what I bring to any situation adds value. So I feel like I'm a I'm a great motherfucker, like to be friends with, like period. Oh, great motherfucker. I am. Oh, okay. And I think everybody should feel the same way. Okay. Um so I add value to any situation that I attach myself to. Right. So on. the fact that I I was like I said, quote unquote, friends with this person. And I would talk to them every day, if not every other day. We would talk about business shit. Like we, you know, just like spent a lot of time. Like that was something I was just like, whoa, like the way it just ended. Mm-hmm. So like it took me a minute to like, even now, like I don't really, I don't really, I don't, I don't want to make friends in that way. Like if we want to connect on like, some business shit, some making money shit, like that's cool. But like to let somebody into like my home, my space, to be around my family, to tell them like personal things about me, like quite honestly, like I'm good mm-hmm. because that was just a lesson. Like everybody doesn't, they may look out, look to the world like as though they're just like this great and wonderful fucking friend, like this all around empowered woman that's looking to empower others but that shit don't be real at the end of the day and like that's the shit that like you know it kind of makes you it makes you think twice about befriending another woman like not that I want to be that way and like that closed off but like it kind of makes you that way it's like well what was that like was that a real friendship if you can just like turn it off like that and I really didn't do shit to you to that magnitude to like make you do that it was just like I just place value on friendship a little bit differently than others. I feel you on that. I feel you. That's crazy. <laughs> you can't say that's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of deep. Uh, yeah, that's kind of deep, deep. 
So, like, how do you feel about, like, you, 2019 from a creative standpoint? Like, did you get out what you needed creatively? Were you slacking? Were you lacking? Do you feel like 2020 is a year of, like, creative genius? Like, personally, I feel like I'm a creative genius. First off, I, I feel like I haven't truly tapped into my creative geniusness, if that's a word. Um, but I'm on my way to like, once you get the bullshit out the way, like, and you can just sit and be quiet and be who you need to be for yourself and others, like, like sky's the limit. And that's, that's the place that I'm in. Like creative, I'm on my way to creative genius. Right. I feel you. I can feel it. You know me, like, uh, in 2019, I just feel like, you know, I didn't get like a lot of stuff I, I wanted to get out. In uh, 2020, I plan to create more deadline and set more expectations, not just for myself, mm-hmm. but people that I'm working with as well. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes people you're working with will hold you up. Mm. Man. Mm-hmm. Say that. Yup. Hold you up. I don't got time to be held up. Still waiting on tracks from last <laughs> two years ago. The story of an artist. <laughs> crazy. Still waiting on tracks from engineers and shit. Niggas just holding you back. Man. Y'all know who y'all are. I'm just playing. I don't know. You know they know who they are. <laughs> Them motherfuckers know exactly who they are. So, Dr. Keys, like, are you pleased with 2019? Like, overall? You know what? I'm pleased with the lesson I learned. Mm. And I learned a lesson so I don't continue to get burned. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, they. What about you? Uh, big shit talker. Big shit talker. <laughs> I'm pleased with it. Um, pleased. Satisfied. Are you satisfied with it? I am satisfied. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> 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 anyway, um, yeah, I'm pleased with it. I learned a lot of lessons, you know. I took a lot of, a lot of L's quietly, you know what I'm saying? But overall, I'm pleased with it. I wouldn't be who I am speaking before y'all, the congregation, if it wasn't for what I had to go through in 2019. If somebody would have told me at the beginning of 2019 if, like, I would be in this space, like, even with ghetto and godly, like, I'd be like, nah, that ain't true. Stop lying. Like, but I had to go through that shit, like, to get to where I am. And now, like I said, like I'm fucking unstoppable. Like unfucking stoppable. Unfucking stoppable. Magic Mountain ride. Like I, like I was just telling you, like I'm done playing fair. Like, and that's the thing about it. Like being a personality, being a podcaster, being a woman, being a black woman in this industry and in, within this culture, because I'm not kissing nobody's ass. Yes. I'm not sucking, fucking, doing none of that weird no, shit. No, no, no. It's gonna take me, you know what I'm saying? My 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 journey to to success or where I wanna be, because success is relative. The the journey to where I ultimately want to be standing is gonna take me a little bit longer because right. I'm not doing no fuck shit. Right. And I feel like in 2019, because of I, I compromised a lot. And I shouldn't have, but I did. 
But none of that, like, none of that fuck shit. I did. You learned your lesson. I did. Yeah, that's what I supposed to happen. So how's how is twenty twenty shaping up for you so far? You know, uh, twenty twenty is just you know shaping up for me is the progress because you know I keep it simple. Every day I try to do better than I did the day before. So whatever I lacked the day before, I try to find it today, the next day. So 2020 has just been a progress with me so far, and I just plan to shoot off like a rocket this year. I'm just keeping it 100 with y'all. Hmm. What about yourself? 2020, I think I posted a meme that said 2020, this week of 2020 has been a hell of a year. Like, it really feel like a year worth of shit, you know, just... Like emotions, like career, like just like trying to get shit done because I, I'm 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 driven. Like mm-hmm. I want it so bad. So it's just like every day is just like a list of like a hundred things that I need to get done. But it's good. Like shaping up pretty fucking good. Like I'm just trying to take every day one one day at a time, you know. And just really, what I'm learning in 2020 is just like to really just listen. Sometimes just sit and just listen to like what the universe and the inner voice is telling you that you telling you to do, mm-hmm. you know, and not moving so fast because you you more than anybody you know that like I I like to get shit done like I'm in motion like I'm moving but I'm learning to just like kind of just go go with the flow like just a little bit like relax just a tad right you are. <laughs> You get better sometimes, you know. That's what we're supposed to do, y'all. You know, every day we should try to get better. So if you made a mistake today before, whether it's you made a mistake with your kid, you made a mistake with your loved one, you made a mistake, you made a mistake with one of your spouse. You know what I'm saying? You just try to do better the next day. That's all you can do. Yeah. Move on. So, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? <clears throat> yeah, I mean everybody should set some goals for themselves. What's your new? What's one of them? Uh, I keep my New Year's resolution the same every year. Keep it simple, y'all. Like I promise you, I strive to do better than I did the day before. I, mean, I just want to be better than before. Like that's just like hella general, though. I mean, that's what it is, though. Like, it, like it's in really what like, ways? Like try to make more money. Every Let me just way, try to be like, kinder. Find, let like, me try to like not have so much road rage. Like let me not not try like, to like, knock a bitch saying, out. Like, like, like what is it? Like that's what I'm saying, y'all. Like I keep like so simple, y'all. Like I don't have road rage. Like you know, I mean, I, I say my comments. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have road rage. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I say my comments, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't have road rage. I'm not going back and forth with nobody on the road. I don't really have problems with nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I, I really just keep life simple. It's mind over matter. If I don't mind, it don't matter. And a lot of stuff don't matter to me because, like, it, it's, it, it, it does, just don't matter. Mister, I don't have road rage. I don't. I just, you know, type like, man, this motherfucker driving slow. But, you know, I'm just talking to myself to remind myself not to drive and, like and that. And me. And you, yeah. Because, <laughs> mind, you're not, not just like, I'm like, ah, I'm about to shoot this bitch. Or you tell this bitch to get the fuck out the way. Like, bitch, fuck you. Like, I'm flipping people off. Like, I ain't doing none of that. Yeah. Yeah. My New Year's or my mission I'm going to call it a mission for 2020. Mission. 2020 vision. One of my missions is 
because as Dr. Keys did express, like we experienced death like a lot of different family members. And my mission for this year is to be more intentional with like reaching out to like my loved ones and like checking on them and having like even maybe a brief conversation like towards the latter of like last year or even like the year before, like I started to get closer to like my dad's side of the family. And, like, I just realized, like, how dope and, like, how much of them makes up me. Because at first, like, I really couldn't see, like, well, like, where do I fit in? Like, I'm nothing like, like, my mother's side. But um, I started to really just get, like, closer with them. So I'm just making, like, more in, of an intention to, like, really just, like, reach out to my loved ones and just let them know that I love them or, you know, just have, ask them how they're doing, you know, just checking up on them. Um, so just being more intentional with that as far as like everything else, hmm, I'm making more of an effort to not, like I realize, and I'm sure like a lot of y'all probably do this probably subconsciously, making more of an mm. effort to like, you know how you just sit, like you just have like a little bit of downtime and you just like sit in your phone and like you're scrolling and you're like, you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, whatever. Like, I'm making more of an effort to, like, be more, because I'm trying to really, like, get to a meal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really trying to, like, make a whole lot of motherfucking money. <laughs> so, I'm making more of a conscious effort to, like, not sit in my phone just, like, teeter-tottering on East Instagram and, like, scrolling, like, doing a whole bunch of fucking nothing. Like, you're not going to make a million dollars by scrolling on fucking Instagram watching other people make a meal. So I'm making more of an effort to, like, not do that. So I'm, like, checking myself, like, okay, you've been in your phone for five minutes. It's time to get up and do what you need to do because you got, like, 20 fucking things you still need to knock out. So I'm making more of, a, more of an effort to, like, not be in my phone doing nothing. Now, I work from my phone a lot, but making more of an effort to, like, not be in my phone just doing nothing. Got you turn up your product productivity. Exactly. Yeah, you know, just scrolling time. Stepping that shit up. Good job, man. We appreciate that. We want more product, you know, productivity from you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need, like, you know, more add-ons and more ideas coming from my lovely wife. You know I got plenty of ideas if you just listen to me. I know. I told you I'm a creative genius. I just wish you would just use me. You are. You are a creative genius. You are. What's the next one? So, like, what's the... That's it. Like, what's the moral of the story for, like, 2020 vision? Just looking back on the year, recapping that, seeing where we fucked up, what we did wrong, growing opportunities. What is the moral of the story for 20... For having 2020 vision? Uh, the moral of the story is to have a list of, you know what I'm saying, things that you feel you accomplished so you can create a new platform for you can set new goals and accomplish those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. You got to have, like, you know, a, a level to so you can know where I want to step it up or if I, you know, regress, you know, so you'll know where you're at. Because life is all about levels. Yeah, that's so true. No. Well, Auntie Mimi's, my moral of the story is you can plan 
You can plan out your days. And that's always wise. Like, I believe in putting pen to paper, and there's so much fucking power in writing shit down. Even if it's, like, your day-to-day. Like, oh, I got to go to the grocery store. or Like, whatever the case is. I feel like it adds structure to your life. I believe in that. Now, I don't think that you can plan everything. You can't. You can't plan what's unpredictable in life. Shit's going to happen. You know, things are not always going to go your way. I think with that being said, you have to always remember who's in control. Like, God is in control. And as long as you believe that the man upstairs got you and you are ultimately doing what you're supposed to fucking be doing, then you're good. Just keep it moving. Like, don't fucking stop. For nobody, you know, keep moving. Like, yes, today didn't go your way or that situation didn't pan out the way you intended for it to go. But, like, keep fucking moving. Keep striving. You're right. Totally right. 100%. I agree with you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's it. Well, congregation, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly. Keep the conversation going with your favorite co-host, Auntie Mimi. And Dr. Keith. Yeah, yo. Remember to always be good to yourself and one another. Until next time, congregation. Bye bye. Yeah. Posted on the moon presents another ghetto and godly.